What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Flipping It, the podcast all about reselling. On this week's episode, it's episode number 41. We're going to be talking about the book haul I had last week and kind of the logistics behind it, how it ended up coming about, um, what I did with everything, how I went through all the books, and all that stuff. So this was last Saturday. I ended up getting a bunch of books from a friend of mine, um, and I was garage selling that day. Uh, and then she ended up just calling me and said she had a bunch of books, which I was really, really happy about uh, because that weekend I did not find much. I found a Game Boy Advanced uh, that was complete in the box, which was really good find. Uh, always look out for that. And if any of those like old video game stuff has like the original manual and like the original box, it's definitely worth a lot more. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but that was the first sale I went to that weekend. I ended up just getting the Game Boy Advance, and then for the rest of the day I was just finding some books. And then she calls me around 12 o'clock, uh, and it was a friend of mine that I know from just uh, talking to people. Um, she's friends with my uh, my parents and stuff, so we kind of like are close. Uh, and she calls me. She knows I sell sells books. Obviously, we talk about that a lot um, whenever we get together. They always like ask me how I'm doing. And if you do remember, a couple weeks ago, or maybe about a month ago now. Um, I posted on my Instagram that someone gave me a bunch of ties, um, that I had a whole bunch of ties for sale. Um, and that was actually the same people. So they've been really supportive of me. Um, so I'm really, really happy they reached out again. I ended up selling those ties to someone on Instagram, um, for a bulk lot. It was 150 bucks. It was about 200 or so ties. Um, so I think I ended up getting about 50 cents to like, uh, a dollar a piece for the, each of the ties, uh, which was great. Cause I got them all for free. I just paid for shipping, and I sold them through Instagram, so no fees or anything, or really low fees, because I, I did the PayPal friends and family, um, just to get the tracking and everything, um, so there, I think there was a couple, like 3% fee, um, but nonetheless, I, that was the same people, so I was really, really happy that they reached out again, they know I obviously sell stuff, uh, especially books, so she has a storage unit full of books, she actually has two like right next to each other of books that need to be out, because they don't want to pay for their storage unit anymore. Um, and it's not actually their storage unit. It's just a family thing that um, has uh, just has a bunch of books accumulated in a storage unit. And they needed them out of there because they wanted to stop paying for the unit. So they called me up and said, I have a bunch of books. Uh, if you're interested, like, please come by and check them out. Uh, and I obviously went right away. I ditched garage selling. Garage sales were, like, not good that weekend. Uh, so I'm really happy that that came about. I just ditched the garage sales, drove straight over to the storage units, and saw a ton of books like all the books were luckily like boxed up and mostly like they've been going through them so they had a bunch of boxes like already out ready for me um, but there were so many boxes of books um, and I do have a pretty small car and just a little small hatchback Hyundai car um, so I was a little concerned about getting all the books into my car uh, which was probably one of the more difficult parts but nonetheless still not that difficult just pack it up all of them were pretty much in boxes. So I get to the unit, and I'm pretty overwhelmed with the amount of books. Um, so I'm like, all right, let's just start loading these books into there, uh, into the car. And I just start boxing them, boxing them. And then I fill it up with as many boxes as I can. Uh, and then I just end up dumping the books. Like, so there's just books on the floor and stuff um, just to fit them because the box won't fit. But the books, like, itself are obviously a lot smaller when they're not in the box. So I just, like, dump them and fill in the cracks with a bunch of books and I was able to get a ton of books in my car I was really really surprised I ended up getting the majority of the books into my car the first trip um, I did have to make a second trip which wasn't a huge deal uh, because I was already in the area um, sourcing that that day 
Um, so we kind of planned a second meetup, and I was just going to pick up the books, source a little bit, and um, go back home. So I have all the books in my car, and it's pretty heavy. Uh, I've never really felt that many books in, like, that heavy of a car, um, like my car that heavy. Uh, and it was funny to see how, like, low the car got um, where it was before. So, like, I have a video uh, of me putting the books or taking the books out of the car, and it starts, like, super, super low to the ground and then, like, starts to work its way up. So it's kind of funny to see that, how, like, heavy the books got uh, and how much it weighed down the car. Um, but the way I did it, so I loaded up all the books, drove them back to my house, dumped them into my garage. Uh, what I would do and what I recommend for anyone who comes across, like, a bulk purchase like this um, is the thing I found out that worked the best was I would take out the boxes. I'd load the, all the boxes so they're just in one spot. And then one by one, each box, I would just stack up um, with the barcodes facing up. I would stack all the books facing up to the top, and I would just scan through that one, put the, all the duds back into the box, and set it off to the side, and then take out another box and kind of just have them all lined up that way. The first day, I actually took out all the books at once and then um, scanned through them with the barcodes up, threw the duds away. But it kind of just felt a little unorganized, and then the second day... I did it like single box, so I would take one box, put the barcodes up, scan through them, dump the box to the side, go through the second box, and kind of just do it one by one instead of all of them, uh, and that did feel a little bit better, um, and the way the split was for the books, uh, I had, she obviously just really wanted the books out of there, um, and she actually pitched the idea, it was a 90-10 split of the profit, so I would get 90% of the profit uh, and she would get 10% of the profit. So as I was scanning through the books, I was writing down on a piece of paper uh, how much the books were profiting, each one. Um, so I would just write down. Uh, and the way I would do it is I wouldn't accept books less than, it was about 75 cents with a good sales rank. Um, I wouldn't accept like a 75 cent rank book that was like 1.8 million. Um, I just ditched those ones. But if it was like a good rank, uh, good e-score, I would accept it at 75 cents and I wouldn't really go below that. And I was able to pull about 300 books or so the first day, um, which was cool. I was really happy about that. It ended up becoming the first day, it was about four, uh, 350 bucks in profit uh, with 300 books, which was pretty good. I was excited about that. Um, but nonetheless, not that great. Um, there were some good books in there I was really happy about. It's funny, I was talking to someone about uh, books, and they uh, had a huge cookbook section in their store, and a lot of these books uh, were ended up being cookbooks, and we were talking about how cookbooks are like kind of hit or miss sometimes. Uh, like A lot of the older cookbooks aren't really going to be worth much, and and these were a lot of them were cookbooks, and a lot of them were older ones that like weren't really worth much, so I thought that was kind of funny, that connection. I just had a conversation with someone the day before about about the cookbooks. So there were obviously some newer cookbooks in there. A lot of them were uh, bringing in quite a bit of money, um, some big profit books. There was a couple religious books as well, um, a bunch of random stuff, a lot of like old war books as well. Um, there were a couple good ones of those. But overall, in general, the first day I was, I was happy with it, but it was a lot of work loading the books, taking out the books. Um, so major respect to anyone who does that as like a full-time gig. 
Um, I do really like it once in a while to get these bulk purchases. I've this is um, not my first one, um, but it is like I, it's a pretty uncommon thing for me to get these bulk buys like this big. I do I do end up getting like a couple boxes from the thrift store every once in a while, um, but this like amount of books is pretty uncommon for me. So I obviously don't I don't know a hundred percent like the best way to do everything, but I'm just kind of sharing my experience with it. So the first day. Uh, it ended up it ended up being about two hundred and fifty dollars in profit for the first day, which was good. It was about three boxes full of books, and overall was happy with what I got. Um, then I come back for the second day. I uh, just do the same exact thing, pull the books, come home, scan them. And I said I did it a little differently. I did it one by one, um, by one box, one box, and I ended up pulling about another one hundred and fifty bucks or so. So it ended up being around four hundred dollars profit which overall I was really excited about because it ended up being 400 profit after I paid her her 10%. Um, so the actual profit was uh, about 450-ish or whatever that is, 430 uh, in that range. So I was really, really excited about that. Um, overall, not too much work. It was about, I think I did about 12 hours of lifting the books in and out of the car, scanning through them, and then about another four or five hours or so of um, actually scanning through the books. I ended up having like one of my biggest shipments that week uh, because of that. Uh, I didn't really get out shipments throughout the week. I kind of just built up a bunch of inventory until the last like day of that week. Um, so I ended up getting about 349 pounds worth of items to go out. Uh, a lot of them were books. It was nine boxes total, which is the biggest shipment I've ever done. But as I said, um, usually I get shipments out like once or like usually two to three a week is what I uh, hope to get out. And then I just got one out that week. So it's kind of like the same. It's kind of just nine boxes, but all at once instead of split into like four and three. Um, but it ended up being a 349 pounds, uh, which I was really excited about. And this is the first time I did a USP or a UPS um, pickup. Uh, and it was so, so nice to not have to carry the nine boxes in and out of my car. Um, just not having to deal with that. So if you have big shipments, I'd highly recommend getting a UPS pickup. Uh, it, they're really, really helpful. Another thing I, I bet you guys are wondering is what I did with all the dud books, uh, which is obviously a really great question, and I'm going to answer it. So with all the duds, I just kind of donated them to the thrift stores. Uh, I didn't want to deal with um, duds and having to monetize them. I am pretty tight on space. I don't have much room. Um, to store a bunch of duds and try and like monetize them and it, as I said I've said this before I don't have a store nearby me that does buybacks uh, and I do really really need to find one like soon um, so I can deal with that uh, but I just donated them because I didn't want to deal with having duds anymore so I just loaded the books back up into my car and dumped them off at Goodwill so that's going to kind of wrap up that another thing that was really great that came of that um, was the same uh, person that's been helping me out, gave me the ties, gave me all the books. She actually has a really good um, source uh, at her job for boxes and bubble wrap. So I'm really, really happy with that. She's able to give me like the Home Depot boxes, like the small Home Depot boxes um, for free. Uh, she says her work just throws them away. And they also have a bunch of bubble wrap they just throw away. So once a week, she said she's going to come by and drop off a bunch of books or a bunch of boxes and a bunch of bubble wrap for free. So 
I'm really, really happy with that. Like, that is unbelievable. That's, like, honestly almost better than the books. Like, free access to those boxes and free access to that bubble wrap is so amazing. I'm so happy. I don't have to uh, deal with boxes or bubble wrap. So I'm really, really happy with that. Major, major shout out to her if she's listening. Um, I don't know if she is, but maybe one day she'll end up listening to this. So major, major shout out to you. Thank you so much for that. So to wrap up the whole story, I had a friend of mine call me uh, last weekend. Said she had a whole bunch of books. I went to the storage unit, picked them all up, scanned through them all, threw them back to my car, donated all the duds, and moved on. Uh, Ended up getting a 90-10 split. Ended up walking away with around 400-ish profit uh, estimated. Um, After it tanks a little bit pricing-wise, I might walk away um, with about 350-ish or so. Um, Let's hope that. So only 90-10 split for her. uh, So I was super excited by that. Um, Obviously, I am doing most of the work, um, selling them, uh, taking them, getting rid of the duds. So to her mind, it was a good deal for her. Um, That was her pitch on the 90-10. So I'm really, really excited with that. Hopefully there's many more of those to come. One more thing I want to talk about that I kind of just started doing myself and has been really helpful for me is actually custom SKUs on Amazon. Um, Before, I would just kind of use the SKU that they give me um, and not really think much of creating my own custom SKU. But recently, I've been adding details to the custom SKU and um, it's been really, really helpful for me. What I do is I... um, put in where I got the item so I'll just do like a little abbreviation of where it is um, how much I paid for the item and how much I'm trying to sell it for um, because I've been talking about a lot about repricing recently and I have been struggling with repricing I've been noticing like a lot of tanking uh, and I don't I'm trying to combat that so what helped me out was I would originally price my item because I go through and I manually price all my items at first and then after a while, I let the repricer kind of reprice the items uh, once they've been up for about two weeks. So the way I do it is I'll enter in where I got it. So I'll just do like an underscore, like GS for garage sale, and then do like a little dash, um, like 50 cents, dash, um, 15 bucks or whatever it is. So then I'll know I got it at a garage sale. I know I paid 50 cents for it, and I know I was originally trying to sell it for 15 bucks. So once the item sells, uh, you'll obviously see the sales price for it, but you'll also see what you're originally hoping to get for it. Uh, So it's really, really helpful for me to kind of realize what's been tanking a lot, if an item like super tanks, uh, and it just kind of helps you get more of a grasp of what it is. You can obviously add whatever you want. I know a couple couple people uh, add the dates on when they purchase the item, Um, but for me, I, I don't really care much about that. Maybe I'll add that eventually, but for now, I'm just going to stick with where I got it, uh, how much I paid for it, and how much I tried to sell for it, sell the item for, and it's been helping me out a lot. So if that helps you out, uh, go ahead and add that, and hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. It's been episode number 41, and keep on flipping.